Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Mindset Management Podcast. I hope you're doing good. I'm so happy to have you back here today. So actually, at the time that this is going up, I had a little look at the calendar and I spotted that it was literally five weeks from being 2024, which just seems so crazy how we obviously got Christmas and obviously New Year celebrations, although I'm not the biggest New Year celebration kind of person, but it just seems crazy how quick it's all going to go. And I know a lot of you are going to start to think about like vision boards, or you're going to start to think about setting yourself some goals, maybe some new intentions, you know, the whole kind of New Year's resolution. I never really kind of say that phrase anymore. I just really kind of think of it as goals and intentions and visions and what you really want to try and achieve and focus on for the next coming year. So Something that I post on Instagram, 10 kind of habits that really can change your life. And these 10 things are all things that I've incorporated into my life over the past year. So over like during 2023, I have incorporated all of these. I done it gradually. I didn't do it all as like, right, I'm going to do all of these 10. And to be quite honest, I didn't even think about what 10 they were going to be. I just started to do certain things here and there. And I added another one very much like habit stacking. And so many things have made a difference. Now, what I do want to say is one, it's really important if you're starting to think about introducing new habits into your daily routine, definitely habit stack. Don't don't think, right, I'm going to do all 10, I'm going to start it off day one, do all of it, because it's just going to feel overwhelming. So pick maybe one or two that you can introduce, and then gradually throughout the year, just add another one, and then add another one. And it doesn't seem so daunting, it actually seems more achievable, more realistic, which you know this podcast is all about, is achieving that kind of achievable, realistic, healthy and wealthy, like mindset. So I really want you to kind of focus on that. So when I list these 10 things, I really don't want you to think, oh my God, right, I've got to do all of them at once. You really don't. Maybe just pick a couple that you feel you can fit into your routine. Maybe some things as well that you're feeling like you're lacking that might actually really help you. And then over the year, add a few more things. You might find different things to what I've mentioned. Um, So yeah, I just thought it would be really, really helpful. When I posted it, I really felt like I wanted to kind of go into a lot more detail of each of these topics, but the Instagram post would have been huge. So I thought, you know what, why not actually talk about it on here on the podcast? Welcome to the Mindset Management Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Whitecross, a wife, a mum, a business owner, and content creator. I am super excited to have you here, friend. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a new episode every Tuesday. We're going to be focusing on achieving a healthy and wealthy mindset that is achievable for busy women and busy mums. I believe that taking care of yourself is essential to achieving a healthy and wealthy mindset. We'll be discussing topics such as self-care, time management, goal setting, and tips for looking after your mindset whilst working or even if you're setting up your very own business. Our guests will be busy women and busy mums who have managed to achieve a healthy and wealthy mindset. We'll learn from their stories and experience and share tips and strategies that you can apply to your own life. So if you're ready to prioritize your health and wealth and achieve a mindset that supports your goals and dreams, then let's jump into the podcast and I'm going to support you every step of the way. So also just before we jump into them, I want to add one more thing is if you miss a day 
or you missed two days, I really don't want you to feel so much pressure to be like, oh my God, I failed, I haven't done it. That is not at all what this is going to be about. When you're on holiday or if you're getting sick or sometimes we just have really busy schedules where there's a lot going on and sometimes these things get forgotten about. And it is 100% okay for that to happen. What's not okay is for you just to be like, oh, okay, well, I've let it all go now, so I'm just not going to bother. It's just about picking it up and starting it all over again. We've heard this with like weight loss journeys and stuff. If you have a slip up and you have like, some people go and like have a binge or a naughty meal, then just get back on track the next day. That's the same with these kind of habits. So I'm going to go through them. They're not in any particular order but they are just things that I have felt, I've seen a massive difference either in how I feel or how my life is, just, yeah, they're just really, really good, very simple things that actually don't really cost any money at all. I think there's one thing in there maybe that actually costs money, the rest of it is completely free, which is my favourite type of cost, is free. So first up, and it's going to be really obvious, which is why I'm starting with this one, to get this one out of the way, is obviously to drink eight glasses of water a day. Now, if you've got a Stanley cup, that's like two of the 30 ounce cups, I find that the easiest way for me to know. If I fill it up in the morning, when I finish it, I'm like, okay, go back, fill it up again. And again, there's days when I don't get to do this and there's days when I really do stay on top of it. So drinking so much water has helped my skin obviously helps obviously when you're going to the bathroom it's it's honestly so good for aging it's good for keeping your body really hydrated for feeling well I don't know if you've ever had this when you haven't drank enough water you start getting like a bit of an achy back and I feel like that's your kidneys just like crying out to you just to say please give me some water so drinking water first thing in the morning and the last thing just before bed just really really helps me so that's an obvious but put it out there Taking your vitamins. Now, we see so many different things about different vitamins, different minerals. There's powders, there's capsules, there's drinks, there's like shots. There's so many different things. And some of them can cost so much money. And some of them really don't have to cost too much. So for me, it was about finding things in my diet that I might lack that I then replaced. Instead of taking 101 different ones, for me, being a vegetarian, Amiga's is something that maybe I don't get so much in my diet. So I make sure that I take a kind of plant-based vegan um, uh, Amiga vitamin that my husband and I take. And we have it on subscription and it's really not that much money at all. So he also takes a particular multivitamin. I take some magnesium before I go to bed because I think it really helps. Since having my daughter, the magnesium really helps me sleep and get good quality sleep. So it's about finding the vitamins that work for you instead of being like, oh, I should take this one. I should take that one. And sometimes you'll see people and they've got loads. And I'd love to be like that too. But the sheer cost of that you would be spending like hundreds of pounds if you were to be buying really good quality ones that don't have bulking agents in them don't have talc in them if you want a quality vitamin you just got to find the ones that you feel like you could be lacking in your diet next thing is going to be waking up before 7am and not hitting the snooze button now i've put 7am because of everyone's schedules but personally i I actually try to wake up somewhere between five and half past five so that I can go and get like a bit of a stretch in. I can just have a little bit of me time before the rest of the family is up. But I recognize that that's not for everybody. But if you can wake up at seven o'clock or earlier, definitely recommend it. Do not hit that snooze button. Hitting the snooze button just makes you feel gross when you start to fall back asleep again, then you wake up. It's just never a good idea. So just set your alarm to wake up and then get up. 
walking more. So this was going to be obvious. I didn't want to add in their particular fitnesses, like fitness things or certain routines because I recognize not everybody feels they can put that in. But for me, when I was on maternity leave, I used to do so much walking. I was on average doing about 14,000 steps and I wasn't doing any other type of exercise. My just everything improved. My stamina improved. I started to see a little bit more muscle definition because I would choose to walk up and down hills. And obviously I was pushing a push chair as well. So you've got an added weight, but walking just felt so good. Sometimes I'd walk a bit faster to get my heart rate up, but it was more achievable for me. So if you've got a dog, you're obviously taking it out for walks. So maybe push the walk, go a little bit faster. See if you can find a route that's maybe got a little bit of like hills or something in it. When, if you're driving and you don't have a car, if, if you're driving and don't have a car, if you don't have a dog and you're driving and you feel like you're just working all the time, park as far away in the car park as you can. Take the stairs, don't take the elevators. You know, if the toilets are on a different floor, then use the toilets on a different floor. If you can introduce a few more steps anywhere, it just makes such a difference. So try and incorporate just more walking and moving your body. And they say 30 minutes of movement every single day if it's a couple of minutes in the morning if it's then a bit more at lunchtime maybe you can go on a walk at lunch whilst you're at work if you're a stay-at-home mom or you're on maternity leave get out in the pram even when it's cold wrap up that kid wrap yourself up and just go out and get that fresh air and just move your body next is going to be no phone for about 30 minutes before bed so this one can be really really difficult I know this can be so hard because particularly when you are a busy mom or maybe you're a busy professional sometimes you just want to check your diary before the next day what meetings have you got or it might be that you want to check any emails from nurseries or from schools that is your time to kind of get things done so I do get that but try to reduce it to about 30 minutes before bed let your body just really wind down not look at screens perfect time to read a book do a meditation maybe do some like coloring do something that's just going to take you off of your phone the next is going to be I've put read a book a quarter, but a book a month would be even better. Now, I've said a quarter because I don't know about any of you, but I find like I fall asleep after like three pages. I'm asleep when I'm reading a book. So it can take me so much longer to read a book than I want to. But if you can read it quicker, do it. I use Audible as another way of trying to consume books because I can do that on my commute if I'm driving anywhere. I feel like that is the most perfect time for me to listen to a book and I'm getting through a book every single month now. And yeah, I still have a book that I read a little bit before bed and that's taking me ages. I've probably gone through, I think I'm on my second or third audio book and I still haven't even finished one of the other books, my actual physical book. And I'm like halfway through that one. So read a book a quarter or a month and it can be anything. Don't think it has to be a self-help book, a business book, a mindset book. It could be a novel. It could be an autobiography. Just reading just helps switch your mind off. You're learning. It's just such a really nice, lovely thing to do. There's lots of book clubs that you can join. Um, a friend of mine, Melissa, who was actually on the podcast, she has a book club as well. So, And it's just an online book club for everybody to kind of join and talk about books every month. So maybe that's something that you start to look at and you start to do. Next, it's going to be stop eating dinner late. Try and finish your dinner by 6.30 if possible. We all know that metabolism starts to stop around 8 o'clock. So then the food is literally just sat there. It's not being metabolized. It's just sitting there whilst you're asleep. And I always find that earlier that I started 
to finish if I try to finish by six o'clock and then I don't eat anything maybe until like seven seven thirty the next morning it's usually more like seven but I'd rather it be a little bit later if I could you're starting to do an element of like intermittent fasting so I wasn't waking up bloated anymore I was finding that like I wasn't even that hungry in the evenings once I kind of got out of the habit of wanting to just watch a bit of tv and having a snack when I got out of that habit I felt so much healthier. I didn't have a dumping feeling. I didn't feel like I was going to bed heavy. If you can try and finish your dinner around like 6.30, it does make such a difference to how you feel when you wake up in the morning. Next is gonna be go to bed at the same time every single night within about 15 minutes or so. So I like to go up to bed around half past nine and read for a couple of like pages and then I put on, so I have an aura ring and I listen to one of the meditations that's on there and I go off to sleep in a couple of minutes. I'm usually asleep by quarter to 10, 10 o'clock at the latest really. And that's why I said within 15 minutes because sometimes you might be really into a TV show or you might be really loving your book or you might have got home later from work. So your dinner was a little bit later, which meant your whole like nighttime routine and everything like that has gone a little bit later. So within 15 minutes, try your best to keep it really similar so that your body really, it your circadian rhythm gets becomes a rhythm and it becomes a routine and our bodies like routine so try to do that when I hear people say they go to bed at like 11 half 11 and then they wake up at like six or seven and they're hitting the snooze button I'm like oh you must just feel awful And when they come in they're like I just need to grab a coffee and I think just go to bed a little bit earlier don't hit that snooze button and you'll start to feel so much better even just little things like that can be better Next thing is listening to something motivating or relaxing in the morning. So for me, I absolutely love listening to jazz music around my house. Absolutely love it. Now that it's around like Christmas time, I'll put on like Christmas jazz and it's so calm. I listen to jazz if I'm ever stuck in traffic because it just calms me down. But it's just so lovely to hear it just around the house. All of our Alexas are set. So we'll play it across the whole of the house. So you walk into different rooms and it's playing. And I just love that. It sets such a lovely tone for the morning. If you can't do that and your house is an absolute hectic household, then maybe when you get in the car and you've done maybe like the school runs or even if you don't have kids and it is still a little bit hectic in the morning for you because you might do like a workout and then you're making lunch or you're quickly getting in the shower and then you're ironing your clothes, whatever it might be. When you get in the car, put something motivating or relaxing on then. Maybe it is a little bit of jazz. Maybe it's a little bit of classical. Maybe it is like a meditation music. Maybe it's a podcast like this one, or maybe it's an audio book, but try and start your day with something that's going to set the tone for the day. Don't start it off by consuming loads of social media where you're then comparing yourself. Don't start it off where you're listening to the news and it feels really negative. Like I found such a difference when I shifted away from watching the news every single morning to when I started listening to a bit of jazz music. Sometimes I'd even listen to a bit of country music, but a bit of jazz music or I actually then started listening to podcasts or like I said audiobooks it just made such a difference for me and I enjoyed when I was driving anywhere then and I enjoyed like getting ready it kind of gave me like hotel kind of vibes around my house you know if you've got some nice like diffuser going on and it smells lovely at home and then the music's really good it's making you get those kind of holiday vibes and I just think what a lovely way to start your day the last one is going to be about getting fresh air every single morning and this is not about like getting up and getting outside for like a walk because I know that won't seem achievable for so many people. I definitely don't have time to do that but for me it's five minutes at my window. Like that might seem a little bit strange but open up the window, 
feel that fresh air, especially in the autumn and winter. Like, yes, it's cold, so you don't want all your heating to go out the window. But a couple of minutes, I will say that because my husband gets annoyed at me. But he said, you put the heating on, you've opened the window. He said, that's not good. It's costing money in the environment. But a couple of minutes where I can do a few deep breaths where I've just drank my water when I first got up, I've popped to the bathroom and then I've come out and I thought, right, just a few deep breaths, get some fresh air in my lungs, put the jazz music on and off we go. We start getting ready. And that fresh air just feels so good. If you're in a climate where it's not super cold around this time of year, then maybe actually go outside. Can you go and have your morning drink out in your back garden? you know if you are in an apartment as well then a window because that's when I started doing it we were in an apartment when I started to do that so I wasn't able to go out in the garden like I can do now but I still choose to just do the window because it's in the bedroom and I find like it's the quickest way for me to do it so think about how you can get some fresh air in your lungs when you've been in like a stale shut house for eight to ten hours on end it's your perfect opportunity to get some fresh oxygen it's going to wake you up, it's going to feel really good on your skin, and it's just a really great way to start the day. So they are my 10 little habits that I think they're achievable, they're realistic, they're affordable, that you could start to think like, what am I going to give it a go? Maybe you pick two. Maybe your thing is you need to figure out your night time. So maybe you'd stop eating dinner after 6.30 and you go to bed at the same time every single night and you don't go on your phone. Maybe they're the three things you think, I'm going to incorporate it around bedtime. Maybe it's the morning. So maybe it's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to have a big glass of water when I wake up. I'm going to get some fresh air and I'm going to put something relaxing and motivating on. Think about what is the areas that you want to see improvement? Where do you feel something is lacking? Where do you feel some attention is needed you know you deserve this and find those couple of things that you can introduce into your daily routine and then over the year just see how you feel and see if you can add some more in them but this is a little bit of a longer episode but I really kind of wanted to go into detail about these 10 things because they really do make such a difference to how you feel and when I'm consistent with doing all of them I feel like I'm just bossing it. Like I am on it. I feel good. I feel energized. I feel more healthy. I feel like I can just take on anything. And the days where I start to slip on a couple of them, I'm like, oh, I'm not starting to feel so good. And I think, right, I need to get back on track again. I need to get motivated again. And it really does make a difference. So I really hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I hope that you got something from it. And I can't wait to like hear from you. Like, let me know over on the Mindset Management Podcast Instagram if you've introduced any of these new habits. And I hope you have a really great day, friend. And I can't wait to catch up next Tuesday.